0: Hi listener, we're delighted you're joining us today. Today's guest is Faint Zayu, the creator of the hit Slice of Life comic Shark Girl Umi, where we follow the life of the affable girl with three rows of teeth and how she turns the life of the aloof protagonist upside down. We discuss her journey in creating comics, her secrets to success in amassing and engaging a loyal audience, and learned tips for maintaining a positive community. We learned a ton from our conversation with Faint Zayu and hope you enjoy it too. Hey Susan, how are you?
1: Hi, doing well, thank you.
0: So let's dive in. Uh, Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: My name is Susan. I go by Faint Sayu Online, and I am the creator of Shark Girl Umi. It's a webcomic on Webtoon Canvas. And I do, I guess, other small art stuff on YouTube and Instagram.
0: What does Faint Sayu mean? I've been wondering that myself.
1: It goes back to like, I (laughs) started, I was trying to make up a cool Steam name to play games.
0: What was like your your initial steam game? What did you start playing? The
1: initial one was made by my brother. So he was oh, cool. Pi Man 245. And I was Pi Girl 245. I've decided I was done with that. So I was trying to make a new one. And um, I'm very into names, like baby names and their meanings and stuff. So I was trying to be creative. Um, so my name, Susan, in Hebrew means Lily, like the flower. And then in Japanese, Sayuri is also Lily, the flower. And I was really shy back then. So I was going for like, oh, the faint smell of Sayuri's, (laughs) but I shortened it right to just me Sayu. And, um, I think later on when I was making like my art Tumblr and my art channel and stuff, I couldn't come up with anything better than that. So I just stuck with it.
0: (laughs) I love it. That's such an original name. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into art and comic making?
1: Definitely anime and manga. Ever since I was little, I have been drawing for quite a while. I loved art class. is my favorite class. Comic making, I think it just kind of goes with the territory of like, I really loved all these stories with animes. I read a lot of manga. I read a lot of comics. Um, So I have been drawing a lot. And it's always like on the back of my little to-do list is to make a comic one day or a webcomic somehow. Back then, I always said to myself, it's like I'm, no, I'm, I'm never going to do it full color, because if I do it full color, I'm never going to be able to come out with chapters. <laughs> but that was a, a lie, because Webtoon, it's all about the color and the long format. And um, yeah, when I saw the Webtoon called a, or what was it called? I don't remember what it was called, but it's a Webtoon contest that they held. And I was like, now's my chance. Now's my time. I have some characters. I got an idea that I've been doing up for a while, and I just went for it.
0: Before we talk about your your idea and how you came up with Girl Umi, you mentioned you watched a lot of anime, read a lot of comics growing up. I'm curious, what were some of the ones that you think influenced you? Because obviously, I'm sure there are a ton that you loved. There may be some that you're like, okay, I feel like when I create Girl Umi, you know, the inspiration from that story is is present as I make it. Uh, yeah, curious.
1: There's, oh, oh my gosh, a lot. So I really did read a lot and watch a lot and i'm like i'm a huge naruto fan i'm a huge like um one piece fruits basket but i don't know if i would call those like fruits basket could probably be an influence um i actually think the reason i was influenced is because i read a lot of like romance comics that weren't quite what i wanted like i read a lot like i kept trying to search for the next fruits basket or search for the next trigon, naruto one piece anything like you keep reading 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 And um, sometimes you feel like there's kind of like a gap of like missed potential. Like, oh, I love the idea for this one. But then they they do all this drama that's so annoying, you know? So I read a lot of like, particularly romance. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make my own. I know what I want. I'm gonna make it happen.
0: (laughs) What do you think you wanted in a story? And maybe we can use that to start to talk about Shark Girl Umi. But what were the things that you were like, I wish there was a story that did this, that made you start your journey?
1: Oh, there's plenty of little things <laughs> it's really like an accumulation of small things um one of them is drama i don't like drama in my romance i'm very like hands off don't come near me with anything i'm i get so stressed so easily so i didn't i didn't like drama i don't like mean people it's <laughs> <laughs> just anyone's mean i'm like oh i can't i can't read this little thing so a, a lot of what i read was manga and now a lot of what i read is uh web comics which are you know, manga is from Japan and a lot of the webtoons and webcomics are from Korea. And I always felt like there are just some things that I could not get my head around. You know, it's, I don't know if it's because I'm an American girl that it's like, I just can't stand it. But like little things where it's like, oh, it's so romantic that he called me by my first name. It's like, is it? That's like the bare minimum. Like, come on. You know, so little things. It's like, I wanted more, but like, or, or sometimes the way that the guys would treat the girl. That, that was a big one for me, I think, is hmm. the guy-girl relationship. I always felt like there's very few that do that how I like it. Okay. There's a lot that are like, I'm the guy, you're the girl, me strong, you small, you know?
0: <laughs> it, it's funny that you mentioned that because as, as I read and watch, I kind of see that too, especially if you read or watch something that's even 10 years old, which like shouldn't be that old. Yeah, You're like, oh, wow, like a lot of these things feel very awkward. Now. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: you're like, oh, this is not age as well as I thought it yeah. would.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend about one and it like we, we we got into a very heated debate, which is which is healthy, I'm sure. That's good. Yes. Um, uh, but let's talk about Shark Girl Umi then. So, you know, you had this like, OK, I don't really have the things that resonate with me. And you came up with a Shark Girl hybrid. How did that happen?
1: That purely happened out of, I think, character design. So at okay. the time, I was like, I feel like there are like a lot of like these kind of hybrid characters. Like a couple of years ago, more than a couple, because Shark Girl and me did come out about three, four years ago. But honestly, yeah. I had the character from like five or six years ago. And around the time, I think I genuinely remember being in Barnes and Noble and like, you know, you see the cat girls and sometimes you see the monster girls or like, There is one manga that was my girlfriend is a T-Rex or something. So they made like a dinosaur girl and none of those were really like exciting to me. Like, I thought the T-Rex was too, like, I don't know, flashy. (laughs) I was like, "Eh." and I think I like went home and um, I was like, gosh, I sure do like sharp teeth. And I was (laughs) drawing a a character and I was like, I'm going to give her some sharp teeth actually you know what i'm gonna give her three rows of sharp teeth why not and i got kind of excited about it i was like oh my god and i even went i remember i went to my sister's room i was like dude there's no shark girls like that's a really good idea yeah it's really good and she's like okay and i was like someone needs to make a shark girl it's really good she's like all right (laughs) and then later on down the line you know no, no shark girls are popping up still and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make the shark girl and, you know, after, of course, after I make it, that's when like uh, Gal Gora comes out, you know, the VTuber shark girl. And I was so excited because I was like,
0: see? It's a, thing. <laughs>
1: it, 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 it's a good idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I admit when I started reading your comic, I was like, is this true that like three rows? Of-? And I I went on like a shark binge and um, yeah. sh- like learning more about sharks is like exciting and terrifying at the yeah, same time. absolutely.
1: Yeah, um, when I was a kid, I couldn't, look at them like directly because you know how like their gums are all raw like with yeah kind of blood. Oh. yeah I was like oh can't can't look at that now I can kind of stomach it but it's pretty cool to-
0: artistically like how did you kind of come up with like a cute protagonist out of like a shark because um, I'm sure like when you get into the details of drawing like was that a challenge for you or did it feel pretty natural
1: No, I I think it felt pretty natural. I literally was just like that was the focus was like cute girl, sharp teeth. Maybe she's got a couple other shark features. Um I did not go very heavy on the shark. I just thought that the teeth would be the coolest little thing. Yeah. (laughs) And the gills. Um, but yeah, I actually really like character design and I like drawing up small like concepts for like stories that I'm never gonna get to, but I, I have fun with it.
0: Did you start with character design then and then move on to story?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the characters are really like the bread and butter of any story. So that's usually how I start is like I kind of come up with like characters and then you start building off of them and like what they're about, what they want. And the story comes after.
0: So did you come up with all like of the four main characters in the beginning and then start writing the story or what was that back and forth like for you?
1: I came up with the main two first. So definitely Umi came first because she was like, wow, I'm a genius. (laughs) Um, No, I'm just joking um and then I wanted her to have a male love interest so Gail came next and he had I had some trouble with him because I didn't know what I wanted but his his basic like idea and demeanor were always the same and then you know those two just kind of float in the atmosphere of nothingness so you kind of start writing like oh like I wrote some like jokes basically so because originally it's just jokes so, you know, there'd be jokes where, like, he's chilling and she's eating a class or, like, she's walking with her friend and she's nibbling on her friend and her friend's bleeding, you know? Yeah. um So the friends came a little bit after. They kind of came as part of the jokes. Um, and then, I don't know. Slowly, I just kind of got, like, little ideas for, like, oh, you know what? kind of, kind of once along the lines of like, what's missing in in the romance comics that I'm reading in the mm. romance mangas, where it's like, oh, you know, I'd like to see this. So you kind of start building it until you do kind of get like a story. And it is a slice of life. So it's not like, extremely plot heavy. But there's a couple like little plot points.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was that something you knew that you were going to focus on the more slice of life nature of it? Um, and like, kind of have you walk through the broader story? Or how did you come up with your own pacing, I guess?
1: Um, the pacing is really like, I think if you notice at the beginning, I genuinely don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm just doing my best. (laughs) Um, so the pacing is very, like, I made a checklist. I was like, this is going to happen. And I slowly just kind of going down the checklist, kind of rearranging a couple of things when I felt like, oh, you know what? This would be a great time to have that mall episode that I've been wanting to have, you know? Um, but yeah, I guess. Slice of Life is kind of nice because it does give you some freedom to not be like super rigid with the pacing or with the plot. You could kind of have these sort of side episodes where like not necessarily anything happens, but like you still get some kind of development. But I definitely thought at first it would be more like just plain comedy. So I think it's actually very nice. And some of my favorite episodes are the ones where like it's a little bit more of a serious tone and people get like a little like heated you know about what's happening I get really excited about that I'm like oh my gosh yes (laughs) (laughs) and in the future I'd kind of want to do more comics that do have more like serious Mm. uh, motifs and tones and whatnot
0: you publish once every month roughly it's like every few weeks every month it ranges yeah I think the the interesting thing is you know, there aren't that many comics that publish once a month that are so successful, but you've built something that your audience like loves. You have over 140,000 subscribers. Like you said, you see the passion, whether it's your discord community or in the comments. So what, and you come out with like very fully developed long uh, chapters as well. So like in terms of like release schedule, how did you think through that? Why were you like, you know what, I'm going to take my time, but when I post, it's going to be like this big thing. Uh, How did you come up with your timing?
1: the goal originally is not actually to take a month. <laughs> yeah. it's actually I I do feel bad. However, it's it's a pros and cons. So ideally, yes, I want to be that awesome comic creator that's just like I'm a god. I can write, sketch, color, line art, chapter the whole thing in a week. And I can yeah. I think if I'm just doing just like the production, like yeah. just the creating of it. Um, but I think because I like to take so many breaks, I like to hang out with my family. I like to make sure that I'm not missing out time with my friends. I'm also very much of a perfectionist. So like, I'll write a chapter. I'll do like three rough drafts. So like, I'll write it and I'm like, hmm, write it again. Hmm, write it a third time. I'll show it to my sister. She's like my editor. Um, and like, really make sure that like, I'm getting across the points that I wanna make and I'm doing it like right. Um, and even with jokes, like I'll, I'll take a while with writing jokes cause I want them to be funny. Yeah. Um, And then I could technically chop up my chapters and, um, post two or three times a month with one chapter with how Hmm. long they are. Um, but personally, as a reader, I get a little like, uh, antsy when I don't get enough content in one update. Yeah. (laughs) Um, plus like the pacing of how I do my chapters. I really like for people to read it in that one go. So it's like, it's a con because I'd probably miss out on some revenue by not posting as much. And, you know, I don't get to really fulfill my readers as much as I would. And the story does move slower. But I also think that because I allow myself time to breathe and I allow myself time to really develop the ideas and really do it how I want to, like, I'm lucky enough to not have deadlines. So I I, I get it when I make the chapter. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I don't have the urge to redraw it. I don't have the like, I should have done this, you know? um and i think that's also why people are so nice and are like it's okay like take your time like, <laughs> we like what you're doing so it's okay like we forgive you
0: <laughs> yeah like what you're doing is is a bit of an understatement so in your process what do you think is like the most time consuming for you um i mean i don't think there's anything about a comic that's like easy so i'll skip that part but, but like what's the most time <laughs> time com- uh, consuming
1: yeah absolutely for me it's it's the writing Got it. I think anything from, and by writing, I mean like the dialogue between the characters and also like the sketch that I do, the panel layout and the flow. I I do, I consider all that the writing because that's like when I do like the sketching phase and I decide like who says what, when and like where they are and like what my establishing shot is. And I'm like, I want to make sure that like you can read it and you don't have to like scroll back up to be like, wait, what? You know? (laughs) Um, that takes me a really long time I don't know if other comic creators have this problem where I sit there and I'll sketch like two panels and I'm like yeah. <laughs> I'm so are like, you just, are you
0: literally screaming at your desk like does that happen I'm okay i'm constantly
1: screaming at my desk. these are audible
0: screams at your desk
1: i literally i this is like something i go it's a cycle for me where i'll finish a chapter i'm like tyner Authentic's chapter i got the ref drafts let's do this let's get this on the computer let's make it happen and then i go through a cycle of like overthinking where i'm like oh gosh you know i just read this chapter of this other manga recently and they did this really awesome thing of how they conveyed like the character's feelings yeah. And I just feel like it's not happening for mine. You know, it's like, I need it to be deeper. And then I'm like, oh, I, how do I convey this? Like, it's driving me nuts. And I literally, I take a walk with my sister every day because we have a dog, got to walk your dog. Yeah. And she's literally like, just, can you just do it? <laughs> like, she's always like, you're overthinking it. Like, just do it. It's fine. And usually by the time I do do it, it is fine. So that's good. I've been lucky so far. <laughs>
0: So you mentioned you you work with your sister very closely. Um, I believe she's a comic creator too.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I have two sisters. Shout out to my older one; she's <laughs> awesome, but she's very smart. Um, and she gets, she feels a little left out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my uh, younger sister. She we're two years apart, so we're super close in age, and um, she's right there along with me of watching Naruto and and all those old school animes and and um. Yeah, she um, did a contest with me, a different contest, like two years later. Um, It was a short story contest. And she wanted to participate. And she was like, hey, like, will you do it with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we did do the short story. We did do the five chapters. It's up on her Patreon. Um, But she felt like she's not a fan of short stories to start with. Like, She felt like there was still more to say. So she's like, you know what? We're gonna scrap the last two chapters and I'm gonna continue. And I was like, go for it. And she's been working on it ever since. And um I think it's very cool. I think she's actually better at writing than me because she gets it done a lot faster. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I do like it, um working with her. It's kind of fun and we read a lot of web teams and we'll kind of like critique web teams together and we'll literally like walk over to each other's room like hey can you look at this hey come over here editor's meeting like let's do this (laughs) so it's it's very nice and the best thing about her is she's very picky she's super picky especially about romance so if I can impress her if I can like make her be like all right that's a good scene or if I can make her laugh then that's good because I need her her critique
0: (laughs) that's a that's a superpower and a super ally right there Absolutely. Uh, in terms of just your own reaction to your success. You have 140,000 subscribers. People love what you do. When you started, what what sort of expectations did you have?
1: My expectations were, well, I did start for the contest. And the category entered, I think it was comedy, unless it was comedy slash size of life, but I'm pretty sure it's comedy. So my expectations were, honestly, I wanted to make something that I would like, that I would read, that I would enjoy. Would be cool if I won the contest. Probably won't, but that would be cool. Um, So yeah, the goal was to make a romance that I would like, and then to improve my art. Because at the time, I felt like I had been drawing, but not as much as I'd wanted to. And I was like, you know, comic art is so much like repetitive drawing, just drawing, drawing, drawing over and over every day. I'm going to do it. I've seen comic artists like improve significantly, and I want to be one of those people. (laughs) So those are my expectations really, was to make a comic I liked and improve my drawing. And uh, yeah, I never expected to get 140,000 subscribers. That's insane. Um, And I'm very thankful. And I'm also very thankful that there are so many people like me that like, it's like, this is great. Like Y'all get it.
0: You do a lot outside of Webtoon as well. Um, You've done a bunch of different things to both engage your fans and like provide additional things, whether it's, you know, Etsy or your Patreon. But I'd love to start with social media. Like, what's your approach to what you've tried there?
1: My social media, I I like it and I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I, I like to be on there and to promote and to like show off my art. Uh, but ever since starting comics, I've been much more quiet on there just because I don't like showing previews. <laughs> hmm. I'm very picky about showing previews. I'm very like, I want you to read it as it comes. I don't even watch, you know how anime is at the end of the anime? Animes, oh, yeah. Like the, the next episode? I don't yeah. watch those. I turn those off immediately. <laughs> I love being surprised and I love like reading something I wasn't expecting. I, I think Instagram is like just very nice for me to kind of engage with fans a little bit more post some extra things I'm not always um posting on the comic um my I've never really focused too hard on like growing that Instagram base I think if I I could if I wanted to like really really stick to it and post a lot but like it's it's never quite been my focus
0: you have a few YouTube videos as well that you you share your process so what prompted you to start start that
1: I like my YouTube. It's very small right now, and I barely post, but I really, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have so much to say that I don't always know how to, like, cleanly present that information in a video format. Like, I get I get very sidetracked a lot, um, and I just really, like, I really learned a lot making my comic, and I wanted to kind of help people also write their comic, um, I even wanted to do like manga reviews and like talk about like, oh, like see here, this is like a missed opportunity or look at how well they convey this and everything. But then I felt like, I don't know, maybe that'd be me like too nitpicky because I don't want to bring any sort of like negative feelings to anything, you know? But yeah, I I really do like making YouTube videos. I just always forget to do it. And the real goal there was to send people over to my comic because I like watching art YouTubers. And whenever they're like, hey, go check out my gumroad or hey, I have a comic. I found some webtoon artists through their comic videos. Um, and I always think it's interesting. And yeah, so the goal there is really education and promotion.
0: <laughs> and you launched a discord recently, which is a whole nother way to yes. engage with fans. How, how has that been? It's only a couple of weeks old. What, what are your thoughts so far?
1: Uh, it's been exciting. It's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm so surprised how many people hopped in there. I think it's just great that everyone just wants to come in and start chattering it's like wow um yeah i'm hoping to like really like i don't want to keep them confined to shark girl umi but i'm hoping to like scratch their itch about it you know like Mm. like provide them with some form of like oh like shark girl umi stuff or like let's make some memes i'm hoping to maybe do some like live streams on there i'm just excited to like talk to my fans and i'm very excited about the comic uh caption contest because I think I have some very funny fans. I'm always like laughing at their little comments and stuff. So
0: <laughs> it's cool. Cause there's a lot of funny fans and there's a lot of panels that as I read, I'm like, Oh my, like just the reactions that you get out of the characters are great too. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's unreal. Good. What, what, like what, what's your favorite part about engaging with your fans? And the reason I ask is, you know, sometimes you go and like social media can be like a bad a really bad place like people can get very negative very quickly and you're i don't know what to say about your community otherwise other than it seems like it's very positive and everyone loves what they're a part of yeah so i'm curious like like what's that been like and what do you look for when you engage with your fans
1: yeah i don't know how that happened i think there are some amazing people i mean a big shout out to webtoons for having such like a nice community um i think somehow the way my comic is it's very like positive messages and it's very like one one of my main themes of my comic is like just be yourself like it's okay to be yourself it's okay to be different as long as it's yourself and I just think something about that has attracted some very very nice people um no one has really been mean at all and on my Instagram everyone is so nice that I'm just like constantly smiling um yeah, I think it kind of comes back to, like, I just, like, I don't like anything mean. I don't like anything negative. I don't want to pre- bring any of that into a world that is already very negative and very harsh. Um, and that's anywhere I am. Like, if it's on YouTube, Instagram, Webtoon, anywhere. Like, I only want to, like, bring a fantasy environment that's, like, yay, like, let's let's be friends. Let's be happy. Like, it's okay. Everyone stay hydrated. Deep, <laughs> deep, deep breaths. We're Okay. I think
0: hydration is a theme of your of your comic too which is a good it's a good message for everyone
1: it is good everyone should definitely be drinking water
0: (laughs) in terms of making money off of your webtoon we've spoken to a lot of creators obviously we know how difficult it is we've heard how difficult it is Um, but there's a few things that you've done that's worked why don't you walk us through how you've thought about okay like I made Sharko Lumi it's starting to become pretty successful like is there a way I can make a little bit of money to to support what I want to do here
1: Yes. So Patreon has been a big help for sure. And even though I offer very small rewards, I I have very like low tiers. um, Just because since I have so many subscribers, if anyone donates anything, it's a huge, huge help, you know. And, you know, I I try to kind of work with my Patreon a little bit. My Etsy store has actually done pretty well as well. Um, I think people, if they want to support you through money, it's always nice to kind of receive something back. Um, physical you know so I've been meaning to add more to my Etsy store but from what I have I have a lot of people ordering and and, you know I have fan art of animes and mangas that are kind of similar to what I already do Um, similar demographic so that helps those are probably my main ones the ad revenue as well just the sheer number number of people um, does help it is definitely hard to make money and um, I definitely think in the future I want to have, like, a print version of Sharko Rumi because it's, like, that's probably, like, the real product. But originally, yes, I make as much of my comic free and available online as possible because I want people to read it, um, regardless of if they have enough money to financially support or not. Like, I just want people to be able to enjoy something. Um, but... Yes, I think pretty much it's it's the hustle. You know, you kind of got to decide with things. Um, you may not like it, but sometimes you got to do a little baby portrait or you got to do a dog photo, um, and yeah, it's it's been it's been nice.
0: <laughs> so, like you mentioned, your your Patreon tiers are like fairly simple. It's like very easy for someone to come in and understand what they're going to get. Yes. What made you arrive at that? Because there's a bunch of different things that you could have done. Obviously, you're balancing between time on your Patreon and Etsy. And you like, there's a lot of different things that you're juggling. So how did you arrive at like, okay, here's what I'm going to give people. And like you said, I mean, there are people who are being very supportive there, which is amazing.
1: Absolutely, yes. So as much as I love my Patreons and they're awesome, I have seen many, like a lot of people kind of fall into like a Patreon trap where Mm. they offer too many tiers and too many rewards. So the original thing that they're making for example, a comic um, starts to get updated less and less because too much of their time is put towards making sure that everyone gets their stickers and making sure that everyone gets their signed postcard once a month, which is quite a bit, you know, if you're already trying yeah. to make a comic. Um, and, you know, they're they're putting in so much work and hopefully, you know, the the money is, is good for them. Um, but my focus has always been the comic. So I didn't want to, like overwhelm myself and, yeah. and take away from the comic so even though it doesn't seem like i give that many rewards my biggest uh, reward would be making quality comic that's like <laughs> um if you paid me to make comic i'm gonna make you a comic yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the one dollar tier, it's it's really just for anyone who likes a comic and I want them to be able to see all the comic. Like I have the little mini comics on my Patreon, they're called Sharkoomi Bites. And um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are small, but you know, if you just pay one dollar, you can see all of them and you can buy them. And it's very small um amount, but it's because once again, like I don't want to keep any content behind a paywall like if possible. And if you do the $5 tier, I put your little name on the comic. Um, I'm still working on some way to like make that more amazing, but you know, it's just, I just really, really want to show like appreciation because like at the end of the day, they really are funding the comic. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I came up with this. Uh,
0: and in terms of the future, are there, is there anything that you hope will change when it comes to comic creators making money? Uh, I mean, it's incredible that you've been doing this for four years and, you know, ever since Webtoon has come into the market, obviously it's given people a new opportunity uh, when it comes to making comics, but what do you think is in store for the future?
1: Absolutely. I'm kind of hoping in the future, as of right now, I, I love Webtoons and I, I do love, I do feel like their ad program, um, ad revenue program does help a lot. And that kind of depends on your page views and how many people are like reading per month and um i do kind of wish one thing that might change is because the way it's set up it encourages very small updates and very frequent updates so even if you only draw eh, one to four panels but you are you're uploading like every other day or one or like two or three times a week which is a lot to ask for um you really do get the most out of that ad revenue program and I think it's like perfectly fine, but I just wish there was a way that it's like, even if you updated once every two weeks or three weeks or once every month, depending on like the how large it is, you would also kind of get paid a little bit more hmm. um, just so it kind of evens out. So it's like, everyone's still making around the same, whether you do little short slice of life, four panels, or you do like an action series that has 40 plus panels.
0: It makes sense. You know, your award being... Kind of in line with the amount of work that you do, uh, yeah.
1: and you know, everyone willingly giving their money is super nice. But I, yeah, it's definitely very nice to be paid by a higher entity, which is why everyone wants to become a <laughs> a webtoon original. So yeah, just more ways to get paid, I guess.
0: Are you ready to move on to a few fan questions?
1: Yes, I'd love to.
0: How did you choose the name uh, for your characters? And this comes from Pastel Rat.
1: Oh, well, Pastel Rat. Once again, I'm super into names. I'm super into their meanings. I'm very into um, character design. So whenever I'm coming up with characters, I'm very like, I'm a little on the nose, <laughs> just for fun. Um, so Umi is Japanese for ocean or sea. Um, I always just thought a little short. I love little short names, like just like a, ooh, like two one or two symbols. That's my favorite. They say symbols, I meant syllables. <laughs> Yeah. So Umi was pretty easy. Gale is like, I wanted something to match the ocean. So I went for uh, Gale. Um, but he's also of, I don't know, I thought it'd be funny if his full name was Galileo, even though no one's ever going to use it. But like little things like that, I feel like it adds just a little bit of extra depth to the character. You know, like fun fact, this full person is, their their full name is this um vivian is supposed to be very elegant and kind of high class so i chose a name that i felt like fits that um nathan is kind of supposed to be like a chinese american and i had not a lot of those kind of friends growing up so i was trying to choose something that was like kind of more american simple names i guess
0: did you know any nathans that were chinese americans
1: no i didn't but his last name is an old friend of mine <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, next question comes from Rukus 45, which is what drawing are you most proud of in the shark girl Umi series?
1: So I thought about that one and it's, uh, I don't know if I'd say it's in the series. It's actually a poster I made the one with Umi <laughs> and end of the water with the sharks. Um, I think on one of my chapters, I put it at the end of the chapter and I'm really proud of that one. I thought it came out super nice. <laughs> um but as far as in the actual comic i'm usually pretty proud of the ones that convey like emotion like without any text bubbles even if it's not like the most best technically drawn if it gets Mm. the point across i'm usually pretty happy
0: (laughs) and then final question from uh jucario do you think that umi shark family will make an appearance soon
1: i'm hoping soon um yes i'm working on it i have like the next. They're not really written out, but I have the outline for the next few chapters. And just you wait, you're going to see some shucky friends and family. It's going to be great.
0: <laughs> oh, we are so excited for that. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> in terms of your future, I, I think you've said before in Q&As, like you have a general sense of what you want to do with this story. How are you thinking about your future and what you want to do?
1: It's pretty tough because there's, like, there's like an art feature that's like career. And then there's like a life feature. Um, I recently got engaged to my longtime boyfriend. Oh, congrats. Dating for eight years. And um, so, you know, that's like, okay, there's a lot of stuff I want to do there. So I should probably start making some money on the career side. But truthfully, I want to be very like um, open. I want to do what I want. And, you know, that's, that's very hard for artists to like create the stories they want, draw the fan art they want, you know. But that's still the goal is to kind of, make comics but also create stories i want to make a video game one day we'll see i'm, I'm gonna do my best but you know don't let your dreams be dreams as they say <laughs> and do
0: you have any future series planned
1: i do actually yes um i have a couple <laughs> right now I, i'm working on one called pajama party i'm working okay. on the character designs and i'm about to start sketching out some of the um story that one i'm working on with my sister for the call to action contest so that's exciting um, and then I have another one that's just a full-on comedy series that I'm, I'm starting to get into. Like, I'm like, Oh, I got some good ideas for this one. <laughs> um, but I'm going to wait until Sharkaromi is finished before I start touching that one. But yeah, I got a couple of things.
0: Perfect. We have things, <laughs> we have things that we can uh, look forward to beyond Sharkaromi as well. Absolutely. And in, in terms of advice, what advice would you give a young comic creator?
1: I think if you're young and you want to make comics, you should just do it. You should, if you're have a pencil and a piece of paper at home you should start making little comics show them to your friends show them to your family show them to people who like what you like um if you want to post them online like go for it but yeah i don't think it should be about like trying to get hundreds of views trying to be instagram famous trying to be featured on the front page it should just be about like you have characters that you love you have a story that you really want to tell and it should be like make it happen it doesn't exist until you make it happen and i want to read the stories i want to get to know your characters that you love so much um so if you feel like you're not very good at art then you can just practice until you feel comfortable or just go for it just make rough drafts rough rough chapters make your first three chapters and be like okay like that's not exactly what i wanted i'm gonna try again you know i think the biggest thing is just to freaking go for it
0: and uh are you ready to close off with our rapid fire round (laughs) I guess. <laughs> uh, which fictional character best describes your personality
1: I have had this I've never I've never quite found a character that quite fits me I don't know if that makes me sound like conceited of like oh <laughs> how original I am but I genuinely have trouble trying to find someone are there a few um,
0: components that you would draw upon or a few people you're like uh, like
1: I can say I'd, I would like to be like Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. I would like to one day be her in her entirety. I'd like to become her.
0: <laughs> that is a good life goal. Yeah. <laughs> best, of, best of luck to you as you pursue that. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Which three webtoons or comics uh, would you take with you on a desert island?
1: Oh, gosh. I would absolutely take Shield 21. I I love that. I cradle it in my arms gently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe oh gosh maybe fruits basket as well i know i've already mentioned that a couple times but i I do love that one um as far as webtoons oh i really like one called it's called my life as in an internet novel i think is Mm -hmm. the english name um i really like that one (laughs) super good
0: Uh, if you could pick any artist to have dinner with who would it be
1: any artist to have dinner with
0: yeah artist or creator
1: i think the cursed princess club creator whoever they are i love their work i love their messages i love their jokes i'm always laughing at what they're writing and i'd like to sit with them and hopefully have a laugh or two (laughs) what's
0: your favorite scene from any comic or webtoon
1: oh no how could you ask that?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Or
0: one that pops, your, pops in your mind. Because these are all very unfair questions. But that's,
1: the,
0: <laughs> that's the nature of rapid fire round.
1: There's so many. But um, I like when they make me like, not just think, but just like shocked that they like were able to convey like a very nuanced situation or a very nuanced feeling. Um, one that I read right now is called Skip and Loafer. I recently got an English translation. And they're constantly like, it's just a very simple slice of life romance, but I'm always shocked that they can like really, like they have like an argument and it's like spot on. It's like, oh my gosh, like I want to write something like that. Like that's so like specific. I love it.
0: <laughs> what was that called? Skip and Loafer, you said? Skip
1: and Loafer. And then also that uh, my life is an internet novel, the one I mentioned earlier. There's one scene in there that is like, I literally go back and reread it. Like I get chills from it and it's, 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 it's kind of isekai, but it's like very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Like they, they thought about it. Um, I don't remember if it's like chapter 10 or 12, but I would say one of those. It's very good. I don't want to say anything. So you have to go read it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then if you could have dinner with a fictional character, who would it be?
1: Dinner with a fictional character. I want to eat dinner with uh My favorite character ever, Shark Girl Umi. (laughs) I'd like to feed her some fish fillet and uh, have a good good laugh. Maybe even ask for one of her teeth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a dream to have dinner with your own character. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, Susan, thanks so much for taking some time. And listener, please check out Faint Sayu. Check out Shark Girl Umi. Um, And from there, you can find her Patreon, social media, and everything like that. But Susan, thanks for joining us today.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was fun.
0: Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.